In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. Get ready. It's time for Motherhood Talk Radio, live on Toganet.com. Motherhood Talk Radio, starring Sandra Beck, is the most powerful voice in women's issues today. As the owner of the Motherhood Company, Sandra brings you inspiring, influential, and interesting resources to help you navigate everything from childcare to corporate formation. Motherhood Talk Radio features the powerful voices of Christy Hawley, Robin Boyd, Linda Franklin, Tracy Austin, Danny Kiernan, Susan Haid, Lisa Dietrich, Susan Fladdock Wilson, and our weekly correspondent, Doris Rivas Brecky. Together, these women bring you everything from the latest crafting tips to how to be sexy in your 40s, from great parenting tips to moms living with cancer, and most importantly, how to bounce back with style. Motherhood Talk Radio helps you make a difference in your world and the world around us. Being all you can be starts right here, right now. Let's do it. Here's your host, Sandra Beck. Hey, mamas, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Christy Holly. And Christy, it's one of those times of the year when I'm just in a really bad mood. Well, why are you in a bad mood? Well, okay, first of all, it was Easter. And Easter is usually a really good time, but you know, we are both trying to lose weight. We're trying to get fit for summer. Those stupid. Chocolate, chocolate, eggs, chocolate, um, peanut, bunnies, peanut, peanut butter, butter and chocolate, <laughs> coconut and chocolate. You know, you just meant, meant like just mainline the fat into my arteries. Yes, please. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like not fair because we just, okay, we get through Christmas. Yeah, we were both pretty good not yeah. gaining too much through Christmas. No, I did, I did really well. That you, was, I did good. Like well, I came through that. Did. No, no, no. I'm just saying like I was proud of myself because I did good through those holidays. You did really good. I mean, I think I only gained like four or five pounds. I mean, I did put on a whopping 20 pounds since my mom died, but okay, we'll just, you know, cause that as grief. But how long can I use that? How long can I use the grief card? I don't know. For a while. Well, I used the baby card for like three years. Is this baby fat? You know, I had a baby. <laughs> I had a baby four years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so I got three years worth of mileage out of that. I think grief I could probably get at least a year. At least. But, you know, I don't want to because I want to. <laughs> I mean, I do because I love to eat. Um, but it's like we, it, okay, Christmas, we made it through. Yes. Then it was my birthday, so, you know, I had to eat the Christy cupcakes, like nine of them, because <laughs> they're so good. And then we had Valentine's Day, more sugars, more sweets. Right. Barely escaped St. Patrick's Day with those yeah. St. Patrick's chocolates, you know, with the leprechaun yeah. things. So I'm like, ugh, blew it there. April, we're supposed to scoot through April, and what do they do? They throw Easter right in the middle of it. Right in the beginning. I know. I know. I had a ton. I was eating jelly beans. I ate, I mean, I probably ate a week's worth of good nutrition (laughs) in like one Easter basket. I think I did too. It was so good with not eating any sugar. Oh, you were rocking, man. I know. So I'm going to. I'm going to restart because I, like, bagged up all the candy. I couldn't throw it away, though. I put so mine I have in my to, freezer. I have you freeze to, it? I will do something with it. I have to give it to somebody else. Oh, okay. I freeze <laughs> mine because it slows me down. I mean, you could break it through the frozen <laughs> jelly beans. 
It doesn't slow me down. No, it doesn't. Really, no. frozen chocolate has to, and the peanut butter gets all yucky. Ah, so, you no, know, no, it gets some sharp teeth. Yeah, well, it was just the diet crash and burn this week. Yes. And I was doing really good. You lost 11 pounds on the pink diet. Twelve? Nine, nine, nine. Nine. Back it down. Okay, back it down. Nine. <laughs> I lost six and a half. Yes. To be fair, I didn't plump it back on, but I did completely fall off the wagon, so I kind of have to detox this week from the sugar. I, I'm like, I'm craving it. I was, I got up this morning at like 6 o'clock, and I was thinking, oh, cupcakes. <laughs> you know, just thinking that's like the breakfast of champions. And I, well, <laughs> it's not. It's not. Not this champion. No. It can't be. Well, I made this crazy, I made this Easter cake, and it came out so Cute. I did not see the Easter cake. And was it up on Facebook? I did, and I'm, I have a picture of it right here. I had to throw the rest of it away because oh. I'm that crazy. Well, yeah, but your here. stuff's really good. Oh, my God, you guys, you should see this. There's, like, what's on top? Is that well, let me pastel let, M&M? Yeah. It's, yes, but I didn't. That wasn't my idea. I, I got it from Pinterest. Well, who cares? It's I'm just your saying, idea because it's I know, your cake. I know, but I don't want to take all the credit oh, from somebody. Pinterest. Pinterest is funded and, like, backed by Home and Garden Television. They put all this stuff up there to make us feel bad. I don't this know. beautiful. So was, that was the easiest cake ever. Okay, tell me how you made it. I just, it took the longest to bake the cakes because I don't know why I don't have two nine-inch round pans. I have one. So you just bake your cake. Well, you couldn't just throw it in an eight-inch pan. I don't have two of those. Oh, sorry. Okay. And this is the size. It's so cute. It's beautiful. Um. Anyway, so I just I made some frosting, some chocolate frosting. I made a vanilla, and I dyed it pink. Vanilla and a chocolate, so it was two layer. And then I frosted it, and mm-hmm. then I put Kit Kats all that what around they are it. On the yeah. yeah, it's beautiful. It looks and like a nest. I know. It's supposed to look like a basket. Oh. And so I put the Kit Kats all around it, and then M&M's on top. So it looks like a basket full of M&M's with a cute little Easter bow on it. It is beautiful. In fact, you're going to have to send that to me or send it to Robin, and we'll post it up on the Motherhood Talk Radio uh, website because that is really a work of art. Uh-huh. And i got to tell you, your stuff is amazing. Uh-huh. And we're just so different because, you know, the video, you put up a beautiful cake. <laughs> if you go to my Facebook, you'll see a plastic headless chicken that poops out jelly beans. Because, <laughs> you know, those little chicken cluckers, you know, that yeah. are, like, sold everywhere, and you stuff them with jelly beans, you wind them up, and they walk and they poop. Well, we snap the head off trying to get it together. And um and then we thought, well, the pooping chicken is not funny enough to cut off its head. But that's, that's the difference between your house and my house. They have cows like that, too. <gasps> we have one. <laughs> we have the pooping cow. Um, but, yeah, no, my cupcakes, well, Wacky frosted them. He mixed, he took the, the pre-made tub of frosting and mm-hmm. mixed sprinkles in it. That was our frosting. And I did I did bake the cupcakes. Um, they were really good. Good. But I have to tell you, he ate one of mine uh, three or four days ago. He came out of the closet, literally. <laughs> <laughs> he came out of the closet. His face was covered with chocolate. And I'm like, what the? Where? You know, where did you get this? And then he said, Miss Christie's Cupcakes. <gasps> that little hoarder. <laughs> there was that, that large kid that came to our Easter egg hunt party. Yeah. Well, he wanted to take cupcakes home to his brothers and sisters, so I had packed up in a Ziploc bag four cupcakes of your good chocolate ones. Uh-huh. Well, apparently, Wacky got his little paw in there, taken it out of the bag, hid it in the closet, and then he came out to, to dinner, and my dad said, gee, Wacky, what's on your face? I said, that's chocolate. And I'm like, what were you eating? And he's like, nothing. And I mean, it was literally <laughs> nothing. all over his face. And then he's like, it was Miss Christie's Cupcakes. 
it took us a couple days, my dad and I, till we found the Ziploc bag, the large jumbo size that <laughs> once contained those four chocolate cupcakes. He ate three one day and then one the other, and then he didn't, you know, he's five, so he didn't hide the evidence. <laughs> but he had eaten them. He only ate one of mine, but he ate four years. What is the secret of your cupcakes? They are so good. I make them with love. Oh, come on. That's such horseshit. <laughs> You've got to put, what do you put, like a pound of butter in there, a pound of sour cream, a pound of mayonnaise. What, in my frosting? In the cupcake. No. I use a box mix. Oh. oh, well, you know what? It's really good, and your frosting is to die for. In fact, I just lick, you know, we just lick your cupcake's tops, and then Max <laughs> eats the bottoms because he doesn't like frosting. Nice. I know. Well it's done. Well, well done. done. What do you put in your frosting? Butter, real butter. Oh, there you go. Powdered sugar, milk, vanilla, a little bit of salt. Oh, really? There's salt in there. Yeah. In the vanilla, in the white, I don't usually put it in my chocolate. My mom does, but interesting. Yeah. So if you're on a low-sodium, low-fat <laughs> diet, these are not for you. Yeah. These wow. are, we should not be making these or eating these. No, I know. I know. It's it's bad. It's bad. Um, but I am, I'm really pleased, i got to tell you, with that. Do you know the brand name of the of the vanilla whey protein you bought last time? It's in the kitchen. We can look at it after the break. Okay. That's really good. I know. Oh, and I'm going to buy you a present. It's the Oster One Size Shake Blender. It's like $15 at um, Walmart, and it's the best invention known to man. It's small. It's tiny. It holds like one serving, and it's quiet, so you can blend at will. I'm going to bring it into the... Like, are you getting it? I am. I'm so excited. Oh, it's... Pure protein, 100% whey protein, eat, look, feel great. It doesn't have a brand name on it. Did we buy, like, Costco or... No, 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 no. I, um, at Target, I got it from Target. Oh, you got it from Target. Okay. Oh, Hamilton Beach. Sorry, it's not Oster. This is the best little shake blender, and you can take your cup with you, and it's 15 bucks. Hamilton Beach makes okay. it for, right. for household use only. And the cup top comes off. It's in a snazzy black. Snaps back and forth. You throw oh, your so ingredients. You just drink it out of this. You drink it right out of the plastic blender cup. Oh. Fifteen bucks at Walmart. Oh, made by nice. Hamilton Beach. Nice. We did not receive any endorsement in this. I had to buy that damn blender myself. <laughs> I will buy you one, Christy, because it is the bomb. And it's nice. really quiet. It's like. Well, does it do chop up the ice good, or did you use frozen fruit? I used frozen fruit. Okay. You know, because I don't have any ice. My ice maker broke. Oh, that's true. So we just have to freeze those. But those frozen blueberries, they make it almost like ice cream. Yeah. I use frozen strawberries, and that does the trick. Have you tried frozen mango? I have some, but I haven't done it yet. Yeah, I haven't thrown it in there. The kids like, you know what the kids love, and I give it to them before bedtime, and it just puts them to sleep. I put, um, <laughs> what is it? Yeah, well, <laughs> two Ativan. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. We don't drug our children much, as far as you know. Um, but we put in a cup of, <laughs> I put in a cup of milk, a banana, and a little bit of vanilla, and I blend it into a shake, and it's room temperature, so it's not too cold, you know, don't freeze the bananas or anything, and it's just like this warm tummy filler, and it's only a banana and milk, so it's not like I'm giving them, you know, terrible things before bedtime that are hard to digest. It's, it's almost like baby formula, only it tastes good. A little bit of vanilla in there gets a banana in them. It holds them all night long. They go to bed, like, with, like, you know, the warm, full tummy, and 
it's amazing. Hmm. Yeah, and I figured, you know, a banana is, what, 120 calories. I give them skim milk, so it's 80 calories. It's, you know, and they're getting vitamins and minerals and protein and potassium, all the good things that banana has, but they don't want to sit down and eat a banana before right. bedtime. Right, So we make them, we call it banana milk. Oh. And I say, do you want some banana milk? And they say, yes, Mom, you're the best mom in the world, Mom. <laughs> you're a better mom than Christy. I know. I don't make banana milk. <laughs> you don't make banana milk. All right, you guys, i got to take us to commercial break. My name is Sandra Beck. I'm the host of Motherhood Talk Radio along with Christy Holly, Today we're going to welcome Tracy Costin. She's a music and dance expert. I had the luxury of watching her uh, group do a drum circle with the uh, elementary school kids. It was so much fun. I wanted to sit and play the bongos, but they didn't want to go, who's that big weird lady playing the bongos? <laughs> um, we come back from the break. We're going to talk about weight loss and fitness and music and dance. Stay with us. There's lots more great conversation to come on Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck right after these messages. Got my dreams, got my life, got my love. Got my friends, got the sunshine above. Why am I making this hard? Have you been laid off, fired, downsized, right-sized, or re-engineered out of a job? Are you unemployed or anticipate that possibility? Then tune in for Successfully Unemployed, hosted by Alan Sherwood, MBA, president of Sherwood Consulting Service. Successfully Unemployed will provide you a hope-filled and comprehensive approach to the job search process from an author who's experienced it all. Alan and his guests will cover all dimensions of a job search, physical tasks, mental attitude, emotional health, even one spiritual perspective. All must be integrated in order for a person to be successfully unemployed so they can then be successfully employed. This show is designed to help you move forward from job loss to finding or creating more fulfilling work. For more on Alan Sherwood, MBA, and the show, check out his website, SuccessfullyUnemployed.com. Then join us for Successfully Unemployed with Alan Sherwood, MBA. Thursday nights at 8, 7 central here on Toginet.com. Thursday nights, get ready for the Read My Lips Tips for Success radio show with your host, Linnea Millette, at 11, 10 central on Toginet.com. What are the Read My Lips Tips for Success? Well, it's spelled out like this. R. Realize it is possible. E. Embrace all relationships. A. Advance through adversity. D. Develop your significance. M. Manage your health and wealth. Y. Yield to your natural abilities. L. Listen to your heart. I. Invest in yourself. P. Persist by taking small steps. And S. Serve others. Each week on the show, you'll find a safe haven whereby tips, insights, and strategies are shared by Linnea and her guests. Go to Linnea's website, readmylipstips.com. Then join us Thursday nights at 11, 10 p.m. Central for the Read My Lips Tips for Success radio show with your host, Linnea Millette on toginet.com. Welcome back to Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck. 
bringing you interesting, influential, and inspiring guests every week, helping you make a difference in your world and the world around us. Let's get back to the show. Here's Sandra Beck. the best voice. Robin you know, does. Robin does. Yes. She's like, let's, let's get back to Motherhood let's get Talk back Radio. To show. You should yes. work on that with your fairy lights voice. No, I like your voice. It's I all kind of... the voice that Robin does. No, but you have the high voice. You have the, hi, I'm Christy <laughs> Holly. Everybody likes me. <laughs> no, I don't. Yes, you do. See? Yes, you do. <laughs> oh, well, okay. After we talked about our opening segment, Crash and Burn on Your Diet. Um, I know. All right. Well, we'll get back to it. Yeah. Um, if you guys missed the opening segment, you can check us out on iTunes. You can check us out on motherhoodtalkradio.com, or you can go to our host station, toginet.com, pick up our old broadcast. And um, if you want to go back to the Fit to Strip Challenge oh, show, don't do that. They are so funny. <laughs> don't they are do so that. funny. Well, and coming in June, we're going to start a whole new fitness segment. Christy and I are going to oh, diet. Yeah, we're going to diet. We're going to pre-diet. <laughs> it's like when the housekeeper comes. You don't have to clean your house before oh, they come to yes, clean. Yes, I hate that. Well, but this is the pre-diet for you and me before we put ourselves up again to Fit to Strip Challenge 2. Um, I know. It's all good. But that's part of being mothers, the, the battle of the diet. I mean, I have to tell you, one of the things I noticed last week when we started the pink diet, and I think we talked about this, was how much food I ate or how many calories I took in, not even thinking of it. Like when I made the the cupcakes, right. I was like tasting the batter. I must have, I mean, that's like drinking the batter, <laughs> but I was tasting the batter like four or five times, so I got it right. Right. Of course, it's a package mix. <laughs> not too much to get it right, but I probably ate a whole cupcake and a half just full of batter. That's crazy because when I made cupcakes for your whatever Easter egg hunt and the thirty-one party, um, like I had to stop myself. I was like, "Oh yeah, I don't. I'm not eating sugar. Oh yeah, I can't. Like it gets in your finger, and you just kind of want to like taste, taste it, it and it. just to see." And then I had to use canned frosting. I think I talked about that. Canned frosting? I know. Oh, my God. What does the world come from? I know. I just, well, I like to make it. I know, and it's really good. And so I didn't because you have to taste it to make sure it's the right Right, texture, consistency, consistency, the taste, all that. So I'm just saying, you don't realize, like, what you do, those bites, licks, and tastes. They, they add all add up. up. They really do. And if you eat like I did, you know, like I scoop the pancakes off, you know, the leftover pancakes off my kid's plate and, you know, just, yeah, it really adds up. You just pop stuff in your mouth without realizing it and then you're like, oh my gosh, what Right, how many calories did I just stuff in my pot without even thinking (laughs) about it? Or really, truly enjoying them. Yes. You know, and, you know, it's funny because we're bringing Tracy Costin on, and, you know, she's a music and dance expert, specifically a dance expert. She was on our show uh, last year. She was on our show a couple weeks ago, but also last year for our belly dancing uh, show. And one of the things, and, and Tracy, correct me if I'm wrong here, it's unbelievable how much movement you have to do to, like, burn off frosting or burn off a donut. It's, I mean, Tracy, it's got to be hours. Are you with us? <laughs> I have a craving for cupcakes right now. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you make them? Did you eat them? Yeah, just you skinny belly dancer, you. No, I'm not skinny, but thank you. Um, you know, it's true. You really need to burn off uh, to burn off anything, and it's just it's just amazing. You. 
I always tell people, if you want to take belly dancing classes and you want to you want to lose weight, you've got to do something else besides it because it's just not enough. You know, not one type of exercise is not enough. It, it just isn't. Not if you're trying to lose weight and keep it off. You know, so I always say incorporate you know one or two different activities because one is usually not enough. No, and the hours in the day, I mean, it's like I was looking online at cupcakes, like 320 calories or something like that. I would have to walk for like four hours. It's like, first of all, who has time to walk for four hours? I mean, just to burn off that, that amount of calories. And that's just for the cupcake. That's not the jelly beans, the chocolate bunny, the Reese's peanut butter cups. Or the bread or the pizza or the... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, oh, that too. <laughs> that too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wonder... We're, like, fast approaching the fattest nation on earth. There's just so many good things to eat. I know. And they always say it's always, you know, you can eat anything as long as it's quantity. You know, it's how much of it. But And that's true. That's true. But you also have to incorporate that stuff that we don't like so much, like the fresh, you know, vegetables that aren't cooked, you know, the raw vegetables and things in your salad without dressing. And it's, it's hard. It's, it's hard to do that. Well, I think, you know, I I put my dad on the pink diet with me, and um, he's such a great man, Navy commander on the pink diet, Um, but he's such a good sport. But one of the things I noticed with him and myself is, like, it's, like, true. You don't think about – everybody thinks, like, oh, you don't want to eat a bag of chips. I get that. You don't want to eat a box of donuts. I get that. But, you know, it's, like, a little pat of butter on my toast, a little pat of butter in the – oatmeal that I make, a little pat of butter, you know, and the potatoes at dinner. My gosh, 400 calories right there. Boom. You know, you know, not that we sit down and eat a stick of butter, but that was like three (laughs) pats of butter, but you could. Um, Some of these things are so calorie dense. And if you don't realize it, like I was thinking we were eating almonds. I switched my dad and I over to these snacks, like, you know, and I was giving him a little handful of almonds and I didn't realize they're like eight calories and almond because you hear about oh they're heart healthy they're full of good oils it's like they're also super fattening if you eat a handful of them you're supposed to eat like 12 i think yeah well i didn't know that so i was giving him like half a cup (laughs) he's like juice on this diet isn't really working (laughs) i know i know but you know there are there are good nuts and i I forget which which are the good nuts walnuts are good nuts yeah, because, you know, when you're on a diet and they tell you, oh, the, the snack you can have, like I know different diet plans out there, they tell you, oh, you know, you can have this type of nut for a snack. And I'm not a nut person, so I, I don't like nuts myself. But there are certain nuts that you're, you can apparently snack on and they're good for you and, you know, and it's, it's fine to do. But really, I really, to tell you the truth, I mean, to me that just doesn't sound yummy, you know, to curb my appetite. I don't want to eat nuts. You know, well, I don't want to eat a cup of broccoli either. <laughs> Unless they're chocolate-covered or have caramel on them or something. Well, there you go. Caramel. Do they make chocolate-covered caramel broccoli? I know. I could try it. Well, they would have any grasshoppers, (laughs) so why not broccoli? Right? Well, yeah, it's just hard. I mean, I think, too, as if we have kids, like, one thing I noticed, like, I got an elliptical at a garage sale uh, a couple weeks ago. It's up in my bathroom, and the kids have been on it more than I have, to be fair. But I get on, and I've been working on it in the morning. But i got to tell you, like, when I get up in the morning, I don't know if it's the same for you guys, I think about all the things I have to do. The kids need either a shower or I need to make breakfast or I need to pack lunches. Where is your backpack? Where are your shoes? There's so much to do in the morning, and then I go immediately to work uh, most mornings, unless I walk with Christy or go to Krav. 
trying to figure out where to fit in that workout because then we go, like, I see you, Christy, at dance. You know, I see you, uh, Tracy, you were taking pictures for the Metal Arc yearbook um, over at karate. It's like uh, I don't know where to fit it in. And then by the time I make dinner at night, I'm tired. And the last thing I want to do is get into the elliptical. And I put it in my bathroom because I – like, after the kids go to bed, I go in, I, like, take care Let, of it. Let's clear something up about oh, the bathroom. Like, you have, it's like bathroom. a huge room. <laughs> it's not like this tiny little bathroom area. It's like a room. All right, it's a 200-square-foot bathroom. 200 okay. for that. <laughs> huge room. I just wanted it to clear that up about the bathroom. Right, I didn't pack the elliptical in there. It fits nicely along with the TV and the jacuzzi tub. But that's, like, my place to go at the end yeah. of the day. And I thought, well, I could... I, I lugged that thing up there because I thought I would use it in the morning or in the right. night. And I just, I'm really struggling. I'm okay on the weekends, but mm-hmm. I'm really struggling Monday through Friday trying to figure out where do I fit in a workout. Yeah. I, see, I would think that you would be struggling during the weekend. I, that's where I struggle about really? getting exercise in. Yes, because it's, I'm trying to do a routine of doing it before I try to wake up at 5 o'clock. Oh, I know. And then get it done, and then it's done. And then if anything else gets in the way because things go wrong, kids like, oh, I'm staying home from school because I'm sick. Like, wait, what? You know, there goes my walk. Like, nothing interrupts that. Like, I have, I get up, do it, and then anything else I do is extra. But at least I know, like, okay, that's done. Although I'm tired later. But. See, and that's the thing. Well, that's the, that's the trade-off. It's like the few times that I got up and did the elliptical in the morning, and Michael Robbins, who's sitting across from us, who works for me, he knows that I come in and say, okay, I'm, I'm starting to diet this week. Don't expect me to be nice to you. Well, if I'm, you know, it's like Rick. I used to walk in and go, Rick, I hate my life. You know, by 2 o'clock, I just, and I can't do that with my clients. I have to be like, oh, I'm so happy to hear about you. Your latest problem, let me solve it. Give me a donut. <laughs> I have to be on. I ha- I mean, I, I can be mean on the radio, but I can't be mean to my clients because I'll get fired. Yes. But you could do still do a half an hour. You don't have to get up at 5. You could get up at 6 to 6.30 and do it. Yeah, I could do that. I mean, just, you don't have to do, and I'm, it's hard for me and, to... And you don't have to do it every day, either. Like, that's you know, true. if, that's you, have, if you have your crav days, those are, that's a good workout. On your crav days, you know, you don't have to maybe do another workout. On the, on the days you don't have crav, maybe, you know, each day is going to be different because of your schedule, but maybe incorporate something you can do, and if you can't, then maybe that day eat a little bit less, or don't have the chocolate at night, or don't have the extra... Yeah, I'm already a shake in the morning, a shake for lunch, a bitch by 4 o'clock. Can't wait till eat at 6 o'clock and then fall into bed. Right. All right, guys, i got to take us to commercial break. My name is Sandra Beck. I am the host of Motherhood Talk Radio along with my Fairy Lights <laughs> co-star, Christy Holly. We have the luxury of Tracy Costin today. She is another, you know, working mom that just runs herself ragged. I see her all over the school. She's always taking her kids. She's taking care of my kids. She's just doing lots of things, coaching soccer, you know, just, again, an active mom. Yeah. And she is also a dance expert, so we love to have her on to talk about health 
health and fitness. Uh, for those of you that missed uh, the opening two segments, check us out on iTunes. Check us out on our show site by the same name, motherhoodtalkradio.com. And for those of you struggling with your weight while raising your children, know that you are not you are alone. Not alone. <laughs> it's a really, really hard thing. I keep thinking when my kids are older, I'll be thin, but by then I'll be dead. <laughs> <laughs> As your day unfolds, challenge what the future holds. Try and keep your head up to the sky. Stay with us. There's lots more great conversation to come on Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck right after these messages. Wondering how to market, where to invest, where to advertise, where to find the right advice, or what to do about taxes? Doing business today is a complex venture, and that's where All Biz Talk comes in. All Biz Talk helps businesses and individuals find the right path to their success and learn more about the ideas, products, and services used by today's top professionals. Success leaves clues, so if you want to be successful, it's always best to listen to the people who have already been where you want to be. Our hosts are unbiased and will ask the hard questions, taking your calls to help connect you with the right professionals, people who can help you get a better handle on your personal and business choices. All Biz Talk is not a financial services company and does not offer any financial advice, but we will help you make the right choice when it comes to planning your financial future. Join All Biz Talk Tuesday afternoons at 1 Pacific, 3 Central at allbiztalk.com. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lippman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. As your day unfolds, challenge what the future holds. Try to keep your head up to the sky. Welcome back to Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck, bringing you interesting, influential, and inspiring guests every week, helping you make a difference in your world and the world around us. Let's get back to the show. Here's Sandra Beck. Hey, Mama, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Christy Holly. And, Christy, you raised a very good point during the break. Yes, I did. Okay, just to give you the picture, Christy has bare feet, workout <laughs> pants, and I think that's my old red sweatshirt. Yeah, you gave it to me. Yeah, it looks good on you. Thank you. Um, I'm wearing my old Boy Scout vest <laughs> along with my workout shirt, my, I don't even know what to call these, Capri workout pants, and my 
my man's polo socks for my big feet. Nice. Um, <laughs> my hair's not fixed. Your hair's not fixed. No, it's I don't have any ponytail. makeup on. No, I don't have any makeup on. However, Tracy. Yes. Tracy Let's talk always about looks Tracy. good. Yes, <laughs> guys. You oh do. We Thank see you, you at school. Your hair is combed. Your clothes are <laughs> nice. And styled. Cute too. shoes. Yes. Thank makeup. You. I know. How do you do it? You know what? I you guys are so nice. You you're just But it's true. It's true. We're kinda jealous, you. so don't give us clothes. So you don't when you say you are running ragged, you don't look ragged. No. You you run like like elegantly. Well, you and I Christine, <laughs> run ragged. I, that's right. I don't know. I have no secrets. I do I do take my showers at night so that in the morning I you know, I only give myself an hour to get ready and get the kids ready. I only give myself an hour from seven to eight. So I do take my showers at night, that saves me time and then I um you know, I really don't uh, thank you, but I, you know, I try to just do it all quickly in the morning. So, like, when do you get your kids ready? Do they get themselves ready? Like, are you kids, not? Well, what I do, what I do is the night before I get their clothes ready. And because you know how it is in the morning when you're finding matching socks? I don't know what it is about socks, but yeah, you can never find matching socks. I, I, I don't know. They go in together dirty in the laundry, and then when they come out, they're not, t- I don't, I don't get it. I, I think they get sucked down the because <laughs> we have the same thing. I have a whole bag in this one of those mesh bags of of, of like random socks. Yeah, there's going to be thirty of them in there that don't have mates. It's like yeah. I thought I was the only one divorced. Apparently, <laughs> no. my socks are from keeping a mate too. No, I get their clothes ready the night oh. before, and then um, I make sure that their backpacks and the homework, you know, the night before, so I'm not crazy looking for it in the morning. And then in the morning, after I'm, you know, after they eat breakfast, they they get themselves dressed and. I Do they wear to... what you put out? Because I have an issue, yes. especially with my older one, who's like, I don't like that shirt. It doesn't go with these shorts. And yes. the other one, I just have a problem getting his pants on. Yeah. You know, it's funny because my son, he's eight, and I would think, you know, he's a boy. I mean, why would he care about fashion? He wants skinny jeans. What's that about? He's a boy. <laughs> I know. They look like scarecrows. <laughs> They're little boys with stick legs. Yeah. I don't get it. Are these skinny jeans, Mom? Like, you know, and he's a stick. I'm like, yeah, you know, that's... Yeah. You're a boy. You're know? <laughs> a boy. Yeah, we have that same thing. Well, in the puffy jacket, Christy, did you have the puffy jacket issue, Christy? Hannah had the puffy, had the jacket, puffy jacket meltdown. Jacket. We had the puffy jacket meltdown. Did you have the puffy jacket meltdown? Well, my puffy jacket meltdown was that the teacher was a little upset that his puffy jacket didn't have a hoodie, didn't have a hook, so it doesn't hook well in the classroom, so it can't hook on the hook because it doesn't have a place to hook. So he came home all upset the first day he wore the puffy jacket to school because it, there was no way, way to hook it in the classroom, and the teacher only likes the kind of jackets you can hook. So we have to pay for the bloated benefit packages and a hoodie? I'm sorry, what does the school system come to? I know. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I just lost a whole bunch of listeners right there. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he's so he was stressed out about wearing his puffy jacket, even though it was freezing cold outside and it's the warmest one. So we don't wear the puffy jacket anymore because you know it's too puffy. You got to sew a sew something in it, so sew a big hook it. just on the back. Yeah, <laughs> there's the teacher hook. Yeah, it's hard. See, in mine, I have the opposite. Mine's all, you know, my kids have, like, you know, issues. Well, the older one has issues of looking fat. And he didn't get them from me because I'm like, honey, you're just so skinny. <laughs> Eat! But um, he does get over at the dad's house a lot of bad messages. And I'll just say that right on the air. He gets a lot of bad messages about don't eat salt, don't eat fat. He's cutting his fat off the meat the other day. And I'm like, wow, you're going to have a body or, you know, body disorder <laughs> before you're 10. Um, but his thing is always about he doesn't want to be made fun of. He doesn't want to look fat. That puffy jacket was like, Mom, this makes me look really big. And it's like, you're eight. 
You know, you're eight, and you're and you, Chrissy. You'll attest to it, and Tracy. Right. He's, yeah. he's kind of skinny. He's thin, tall and thin, nope. tall and thin. Yeah. No, Max. I would never. I would never say that that he's overweight, or even. I would never even put him in that category with the overweight. Never. But no he way. sees himself that way. Um, and I put him. I made him get on the scale. He is seventy-four pounds oh in third grade, and Wacky is thirty-five pounds in kindergarten. Right. Yeah. And this is with eating Christie's cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. It's, it's how many. You don't let them have twelve at a time. So there you well, go. Well, <laughs> apparently I do. If you look in the back of my closet, there happens to be a stash of them back there. <laughs> yeah. I. Yeah. That's too bad that he's having those issues now yeah well and i think you know it's like that's i love you know to talk about this stuff on the air with you guys because we all experience the same things whether you know it's the puffy jacket issue but i gotta give credit to you trace you always look nice when i see you and i aspire to do that you know this is somebody <laughs> who in kindergarten drew on her own face with a highlighter and went to pick up her kids <laughs> nice but i've come a long way i haven't drawn on my face in years yeah i keep thinking like okay Maybe tomorrow. Like, it's not happening today. Okay, maybe I'll be able to do it tomorrow. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm thinking about it. Well, for me especially, it's the running from place to place. And I will admit that in the family dynamic, I am last on the list. You know, I will, my kids will look nice. They'll have their uniforms. They'll be clean and pressed. And, you know, my dad looks good going out the door. And everybody's well fed, you know. And, and Michael, who works there, he'll attest to that. I, at 4 o'clock, I'm like, crap, i got to go get dressed. I don't look like hell at baseball. I'm like, God, why am I always, you know. But it, it's hard because it's like my clients' needs come first because they pay my bills and they pay my mortgage the kids needs come first because they can't fend for themselves and i am their you know mother despite <laughs> right. the fact that i try to run away from now and then and you know and then i'm third on the list i mean at least the dogs the dogs have not been groomed in months and then they get fed last so i'm not right. last on the list i'm just second <laughs> last to the dogs Nice. You're above the, above the dogs. That's good. I'm just above them. But Chrissy, I mean, how do you prioritize? They need these kids need so much. Yes, they yeah. do. I they're first on my list. I well, mean, and I you're don't... running around, and Tracy, but you're running around too. You went and made a delivery for your husband the other day, Chrissy. You go down and take care of your grandma twice a yep. week, and you do notaries. Yes, I do. Yeah, and. Doing a few other things. I'm oh, you're selling my... 31. Yeah, doing a great job at that. I might add. Thank you very much. Tracy and Tracy, your orders here, by the way. Yes, in the by office. the way, part of it. Part, part of it. Good. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's the juggling thing, and uh, I, I'll be the first to admit that I cheat and use. Um, I, I love Dexatrim. I mean, I don't know what it does <laughs> to my heart. It's probably blowing out my brain cells. But when I take one of those, I'm not hungry, and I'm. I'm not. I don't get that crabby, bitchy feeling at two o'clock, and it's got. I don't know what it has. It's speed, caffeine. Who knows? Dexatrim's been around for a long, long well, time. That's why I figured I would use that versus some of these other weight loss products that are out there because they also give you energy. I mean, I tried the ginseng. It didn't really do it for me. I think I need you know more that maximum strength overdrive. You know, <laughs> more, 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 more. <laughs> well, but to get through my day, in all honesty, it starts really early. Six a.m. I'm already handling stuff for my East Coast clients. Granted, I'm doing it from bed, but 5.36, I'm answering emails. By 7 o'clock, I'm getting the kids up and ready and out the door. By 8.30, I'm at my desk, and I'm working, you know, till 4.30, 5 o'clock. Then I'm making dinner, getting the kids to karate, getting them to baseball. 
And then it's bedtime, and a lot of times it's showers, and then they want a story, and I get that. They're kids. It's Wednesday. We have to read Wacky Wednesday. And uh, 8.30, I'm fried. I'm Put a fork in me. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm the same way. By 9 o'clock, I'm in bed. I, I am just not a night person anymore. It's just it's too hard. It's too, hard. too hard. You don't realize what you're doing. You think that you're sitting a lot because you're driving a lot, so you think that you're not exercising, but, you know, you're moving. You're constantly moving and doing stuff and bending over and in the car or whatever you're doing, and it's just, you know, tying shoes and it's just constant movement. Yeah, chasing my kids around. Get back here! <laughs> yeah. That's a good workout. <laughs> but I do think eating less is the secret. I think that's the one thing that pink book, when I, I took Christy's pink book, it's P-I-N-K, again, no endorsements are paid. Pink method. Or pink method, sorry, yeah. pink method. No endorsements are paid for this. This is just true, you know, our uh, uses. Trying, trying something yep. new out. And uh, and honest to God, when they, they that whatever, she's a doctor or a psychologist or a nutritionist, mm-hmm. whoever she's wrote a the certified book. certified nutritionist. She wrote a thing in there that just said, you know, i got to give it to you straight girls. you got to eat less. It's like you can't work out enough, especially as working moms. There's just not enough hours mm-hmm. in the day to work off if you overeat it's or you eat too much. And it, it was true. just, I love the simple way she put it. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. You know, because I really need reality. I don't need blowing smoke anymore because I can't fit into my pants. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what works? And it, it might just be a mental thing, but I know it works for me. If If I notice that my clothes are fitting a little bit looser because maybe I've cut back on on my alcohol or my sweets or my bread, and maybe I'm starting to lose weight. <laughs> well, that's how you get through the day, Trace. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Well, I haven't cut it out completely. I just say a little bit. But, um, you know, if you, you know, once you notice that your clothes are fitting better and you notice that maybe it is coming off slowly, because let's face it, you know, when you're over 40, it doesn't come off as quickly. But when you notice that it's coming off slowly, it's almost like a mental thing, like you feel good about yourself, like you don't want to blow it and then overeat the next day. So it's almost like you automatically start eating less. I mean, it'll just, it's just kind of like, Oh, okay, you know, I feel good today. I like the way I look, so I'm not going to have, you know, seconds on my dinner and things like that. And then I'll just, that's usually a good way to start. And then you'll, once you start eating less, then you just will. You'll just get, in, your stomach will shrink and you'll just get in the habit of eating less. It'll just happen. Yeah. Well, and that happened with the with the pink diet. When I switched to breakfast, I used to have like two eggs and two pieces of toast with butter, and oh my god, it was so good. But then I switched to the blueberries and the whey protein and the almond milk, which is truly actually very good. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, and you're right. It's like once I saw immediate results, you know, I could literally, you know, I had my meltdown. Tracy, you weren't here a couple of weeks ago when I had my shorts. It was the hot day, and I went to button my shorts, and I couldn't button my shorts. I have five uh-huh. pairs of them, and uh-huh. I don't have the money to buy five more, and I won't buy five no. more. Um, but, yeah, we have to take these little victories where we can. And, right. um, you know, I think cutting back, for me, that's the biggest thing is we have to eat. We just have to eat less. I was yeah. sort of wishing that I, I – you know, I was drinking alcohol so that I could cut it out, but that's <laughs> and then we wait, but that's not it's like gee for Lent I um I gave up uh sweet potato pie for Lent. Yeah, that's it. Like, I don't drink a lot of alcohol or you know so, dang it. Dang it. All right, I've got to take a commercial break. Let's swear some more. I think we've had three or four swear words. This, I guess dang it's not one. No. All right, my name is Sandra Beck. I'm the host of Motherhood Talk Radio along with Christy Holly. Our guest today is Tracy Costin. We're talking about music, dance. Actually, we're really just talking about health and fitness. So come back after the break, and we'll try to cram in some music and dance. Mm-hmm. 
stay with us. There's lots more great conversation to come on Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck right after these messages. I am beautiful, no matter what they say. Words can bring me down. I am beautiful in every single way. Yes, Parents, if you feel overloaded, overworked, underappreciated, and seriously stressed out, The Parents Plate is here to help you. The Parents Plate with Brenda Nixon. Tuesday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on Toginet. It's time to build stronger families through parent empowerment. And that's what The Parents Plate does. The Parents Plate understands the busyness of life and balancing child rearing and other commitments. Brenda Nixon will be talking to noted experts and authors on all issues, from teething to teen driving. Brenda Nixon is a nationally recognized speaker to parents and child care professionals and author of the award-winning The Birth to Five book. From Fox 4 in Kansas City to schools and synagogues to businesses to bookstores, conferences to churches, audiences rave that Brenda engages, educates, and encourages. For more information on Brenda and her books, check out her website, brendanixon.com. The Parents Plate is loaded with information and affirmation. The Parents Plate with Brenda Nixon. Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Information is power. The power to change your life. So be here for Education to Excellence. Some of the most valuable information you may ever receive will be shared with you 7 p.m. Eastern every Tuesday night with Education to Excellence with your host, Bruce Beichman. You'll benefit from insightful shows featuring guests that are proven experts in their field. Little-known facts on how to improve your health by making one very simple change in your morning routine. If you're a high school graduate or working adult and a bachelor's, master's, or doctorate degree from an accredited college would change your life, you won't want to miss this. Education to excellence. Shift your career into high gear without ever attending a traditional college class. Learn investment strategies from proven experts who have a track record of helping normal individuals build abnormal wealth. Check out their website, education2excellence.com. Then join us for the show, Education to Excellence, with your host, Bruce Beichman. Tuesday nights at 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific on toginet.com. Welcome back to Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck, bringing you interesting, influential, and inspiring guests every week, helping you make a difference in your world and the world around us. Let's get back to the show. Here's Sandra Beck. Yeah, let's get back to the show. <laughs> yes. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Christy Holly and Tracy Costin, and we are talking about the uh, challenges of being a working mom in and out of the home. And by working mom, we mean every mom. Yes. Because <laughs> some moms, I, I see these stay-at-home moms, you know, just bust their ass at school, volunteering for everything, taking care of a lot of things. I see the working moms do it. I don't care. If you're a mom, if you have a kid, you work. Yeah. <laughs> just the way it is. I know. Um, yeah, right on. In or out of the home, we're all busy. Um, Tracy, you run a dance studio out of your home. And how do you how do you fold that into the mix? Well, I, I don't anymore. I, I used to. I, I used to actually give my uh, belly dance classes out of my home. And then, um, and then 
I decided that that really wasn't working out. So um, I actually just, I teach, you know, I teach the, the enrichment in the school district. I teach the kids. And um, and I will give private lessons to adults once in a while, but it's it's hard because you you know and I'll do workshops at different fitness studios or at um, the karate studio. I've done some workshops for women and stuff, but um, but it's hard because you know that I also did the music program at the talent show, which is you know the the music part of it. Well, you that's what I'm saying. It's like you yeah. do a lot, Trace. I mean, the girls, when you did that Middle Eastern dance for the girls, they were so cute, you guys. You had to imagine all these little girls in, you know, pink, you know, these pink costumes with scarves. Did you have to buy those or did you make those? Um, I actually, what I do is when I when I charge the fee for the enrichment, I ba- I'm basically charging for the costume. So I will I will purchase their costumes and veils and their hip scarves for them. And basically, what they're paying for is that because um, I don't like to charge too much for the classes because I want to make it available for for everyone that wants to do it. So basically, what they're paying for is just the costumes, and um, and then I. You know, I buy it for them, and then um, you know, and then I teach them the choreography, and then they, and then I hire the musicians to come out. I pay for that myself. I don't ask the parents to do that because I enjoy doing it. You know, and it does cost me more money and time than obviously than what I'm charging, but I, I just enjoy it so much that if I'm able to do it, I'll do it. Well, and it's a labor of love, and it shows. I mean, the girls were so darling up there. They were so cute in the talent show. And then you did a drum circle, and this was something, you know, I didn't really know what it was. I was thinking, like, National Geographic kind of images coming in my head. I mean, to be fair, that's what it is. Well, what is it? Because I don't know what it is. What is it? See, I guess I'm not the only one. No. What is it, Tracy? The drum circles are, um, they are actually... uh, what what you, I, I hired my drummer, and he brings out what they call Doombeck drums or Congo drums, and he has all different kinds of drums for, like, little kids and for adults, all different sizes, and he brings maracas and tambourines. And what he did was um, he he will be in charge of the drum circle. He'll give everyone an instrument. You get in a big circle, and he starts making drum rhythms and music, and he'll kind of lead the circle and, and tell people, okay, you go boom, 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 or, you know, he kind of tells you what the rhythm's going to be. And um, depending on the age group, he, you know, that's what we can do. We, he first did it with the kindergartners that day. I had him go into the kindergarten classroom, and, and it was so cute because uh, we, were, we started off in the classroom, and, you know, with kindergartners, they, they, they're not listening to rhythm. They just want to pound on the drum, and it gets a little noisy. But he was actually really good with them. And, and then to let them burn some energy, he let them go outside on the playground and actually do like a little parade in, in their playground in a big circle. And all the older kids that were on recess came over and were, like, clapping for the kindergartners and cheering them on. It was the best Thing. It was like such a neat feeling and such a good experience for them. You know, it was, just, it was just really cool. It was just a really cool thing. And then the one that's well, and I, can I interject really quick? Yeah. It was so much fun because, okay, you have to imagine these kids, like, you know, all these cute little kids sitting in a circle. You know, I sat on the outskirts because I didn't want to be the big kid in the group. But it was like, I love bubble gum. And you like, and then the kids would go, <laughs> boom, 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 boom. I right. love bubble gum. And it was right. put in a way that, I mean, I got it, and I am, you know, <laughs> talent averse. <laughs> you know, got the white girl rhythm going. But it was right. so much fun because the kids, like, every every kid can say, I love bubble gum, and then they pounded on the drums in that same rhythm. And right. it was just, 
it was yes. so much fun, and it was so easy. Like, you just needed, like, if you were missing a limb, it would be a little harder, but if you had right. two limbs, right. no, no, no. it was really yeah. fun. Yeah, and the reason I, the one you went to, the reason I had him do it for the belly dance group is because that was our last dance class of the of the season, and so I thought, well, I'll end it with a drum circle, and um, because in belly dancing, you hear so many different rhythms, and you dance to so many different drum rhythms and different types of music, and so many instruments that you're not used to listening to because they're Middle Eastern, um, I thought it would be cool just to do a drum circle and just do this kind of a thing, even though it wasn't belly dancing, but it is all related, you know. So I thought it was great fun. Well, and I think, you know, with um, what I took away from it, Trace, you know, it was not only like the love of music and movement, but that this type of, like, we called it a drum circle, but this literally could be done with, like, pots and pans and spoons. Like, if a school didn't have the money to purchase drums, you know, I don't know how much drums are, but seriously, you could use different pots and pans because they all have different tones to them. Right, right. Old pots and pans, a frying pan, and, you know, two spoons makes it, you know, I love bubble gum, and they can pound on this stuff, and they don't have to worry about breaking it. You could use a pail. You could use so many different things that I thought a school, especially schools, are always crying. They don't have any money. They don't have any money. Well, guess what? They can get old pots and pans. They can get, a you know, a bucket or a pail. They all make different sounds, and they work as drums. It's true. Yeah. You know, and to say, I love bubble gum and, you know, make up a couple phrases like that. I mean, these music teachers, they got it going on. They went to school. I mean, they could come up with some phrases with the kids. And, you know, it was just really amazing. I was surprised how we could make this affordable for a lot of our schools, um, especially since there's no money to buy. Some schools have money for professional drums. Some don't. You really just needed some things for the kids to bang on. Right, right. Yeah, it's true. It's absolutely true. And I actually paid for this out of my own pocket because I wanted to, and it was something that I wanted to do. But, um, but yeah, I, I don't see I don't see a school like ours paying for for something like that. You know, for somebody to come in and do that. No, you know, that, and I don't I, see. Yeah, I don't see schools paying for the musical instruments. But you know, if you had. A music teacher who wanted to do something, you could throw them all in one of those big blue tubs. I noticed he carried his stuff in the big blue tubs. Right. And it literally, a couple wood spoons, couple, you know, and it doesn't have to be good stuff because the kids are going to pound on it anyway. Right. It's true. You know, because I always look for a cost-effective way because, you know, a lot of these programs are great um, for uh, for programs for schools. Even the belly dance, Trace, I thought, you know, people could just use pieces of fabric. You know, I know you had hip scarves and beautiful costumes for the girls, but mm-hmm. in schools, you know, schools or for parents that are looking for an after-school program or some sort of program, they could literally just use, you know, what, maybe a half a yard of fabric for the kids, Trace? I mean, something that they go to Joann's or Michael's, especially if it's that, you know, fun fabric that's always at the holidays. It goes on super clearance after, and, you know, they could cut out some fabric, and really the kids just, you know, shook their hips and, you know, put their hands over their head. And there's got to be some things on YouTube that teach you how to do this. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. You know, because you're really talking about kids, a a, a scarf to swing around, and some dancing or some pots and pans, and, you know... I don't know. Yeah. I just think you know it's a it's affordable, it, you know, versus it can be and right, it can it be, it can be, it can right. be instead of you know cleats and uniforms and all these things. There are <laughs> stuff that well, but I mean, it's true. These sports are expensive. Well, they yeah, are. when they don't provide the bats and like they used to bats and helmets. 
Oh, a bat, a helmet, a glove, and cleats, plus the cost of a uniform, prices out most families, I think, just with baseball alone. Yeah, I was a little surprised because... I mean, I knew I had to get them cleats, but I did not know that I had to go out and buy helmets and bats. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was a little expensive. shocked about that. It, it adds up, especially when you have more than one. Absolutely. Yeah. And they're different sizes and they're off season. You know, I know with my kids, they're off season. So meaning off season, meaning that one's kid's foot you know, for cleat season is not, you know, too, you know, it's just not in the right order. So we have, you know, all these shoes that aren't, um, they're not appropriate. So I'm like, you sure you can't fit your foot in there? Let me stuff those socks I did. I did that. Uh, Their feet were all crammed in for the first, like, two times until I could go out and get them shoes. Right, dump 40 bucks on shoes. And I had to get them without them, you know. Yeah, but that's what I liked about the drum circle. I thought it was a really cost-effective way that they could bring music into the schools. And for Tracy's uh, Middle Eastern dance, I thought, you know, that's a really, you know, it's like a bucket full of scarves. You know, you could even use old scarves from the Goodwill. There's a lot of those old lady scarves that are really pretty. And those would be perfect for the kids. And if a teacher goes on or a parent goes on YouTube and learns a couple of these moves, I mean, Tracy, yours was professionally and beautifully done. Um, But to me, what I saw up there was, hey, you just need some fabric, a teacher, and some kids. And you can give them a program or give them something that's physical that doesn't require a lot of input and doesn't require a lot of money. Yeah, it's true. You know, because we want to give our kids these opportunities. We want to expose them to different things. But, you know, I get it. Nobody has any money. Well, you know, and that's why, I, like I said, I keep the cost down to cover the cost of what it costs me to buy that stuff because I don't sew. I mean, I really, I don't know how to, I don't know how to sew a button. But um, but I keep the cost low, and I have actually told parents, you know, if you can't afford the class, don't worry about paying me. Pay me when you can or whatever because that's, I'm not about the money. So, and I, unfortunately not everyone feels the same way I do, but, you know, that's, I, I've actually done a lot of free classes before. I know you have, Tracy. Bless you, Tracy. <laughs> you know what? That's part of it. That's part of it. We all help each other. Um, yeah. Tracy, I want to thank you for being on the show today. As always, you've been a pleasure, a delight. Uh, we learned a lot. We had some laughs. Uh, yeah. My name is Sandra Beck. I'm the host of Motherhood Talk Radio along with Christy Holly. Check us out on iTunes. Check us out on Motherhood Talk Radio. I didn't even bother to look to see who our guest is next week, so I'm really sorry for giving you the shaft, but tune in because it will be a great show. Um, Christy, I want to thank you for that cake that you made. That was really cool. We're going to put that up on our website. Um, I will not be putting up... Well, I put the chicken that poops up on Facebook, so you guys will have to check me out at Sandra Beck on Facebook (laughs) (laughs) and see the chicken poop without a head, because you know what? Life's too short not to see that. Thanks for being with us today on Motherhood Talk Radio, starring Sandra Beck. 